vegan. What's up, people? Welcome back to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is Adam Vale. I'm an editor over at The Coalition. Tonight, I'm joined by Rich Bailey Jr., editor-in-chief over at The Coalition, and Carlos Romero from Throwdown. What's up, guys? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? What's up, everybody? All right, people. Uh, a little housekeeping for those who've been following and are like, hey, what's going on? It's like it's a few days after that other early episode from the amc plus what's what's going on well here's what's going on so we we have a uh, we have a friendship we have a partnership going on with amc we have for a while through the site mainly because of our entertainment department go ahead check it out the coalition.com you'll see we do reviews and interviews all kinds of stuff um because of that though we had some little crossover issues going on because as you know amc plus is posting these walking dead episodes a full week early and we were like, well, okay, we're going to start covering it. It's out there in the wild, right? Which is true, but... We're subscribed and all of that. It, yeah. Watching it like everyone else. Hey, just like everyone else. Just like everyone mm-hmm. else. But they uh, felt that because we have a partnership dealing with other other shows and interviews and things like that, other aspects, that we should sort of do like, like a gentleman's type agreement on this and say, hey, can you please hold off from covering the the early episodes the week early episodes and at least have them post after it airs and so we thought about it and was like well yes fine we're gonna honor that we we have a good reputation we have a good rapport with them we've never had any issues when it comes to covering or if we ever did request screeners uh, they're hooking us up so we're like you know what all right we're gonna do that so what's going forward we're going to have the episode air. We're going to, our, I am Negan, but it's going to get posted right after that episode, that week's episode airs. So if you're listening to this now, you are listening to season 11, episode five, Out of the Ashes, right after it airs on the East Coast Sunday night. So that is what's going on, and we just wanted to clear that up because we know a lot of people, especially, are used to it, and we can tell based off of the hits, especially on Spotify and iTunes. Just to let you know, we're still here. We didn't go anywhere because I know some people are like, hey, what, is it done? What happened? No, 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 no. We're, we're still going. It's just this is going forward, and this might be the same case going forward with Fear and World Beyond and the other ones. We're not sure if they're going to be posting them early. This was a first, really, because they did it for... The last with uh, Walking Dead, it was only like a few days, but never a full week. And I think that's what's going on here. They're trying to get as many people to watch it. And I get that. You know, we're, we're all on the same boat, right? We all want to support The Walking Dead. We want and we keep telling you guys, please watch the, the episodes and then come in and hear our discussion. And then we can go back and forth on this stuff. And if you don't, that's fine. There's some people that don't have time and just want to hear people talk about it. I get it. Not all episodes may be captivating for people. But you know what? This is it. We're trying to help everybody out. We're trying to be cool on the same page. And let's just get into it. Because this was a beefy one. This was beefy. We broke it into four parts. If you watch this episode, then you know there's a lot going on. So we broke it into four parts. We're going to have Aaron and Jerry and friends. Then after that, we're going to go into Judith. Then Maggie and Negan. And then in closing, 
the rest of the group over at the Commonwealth. That way we're all on the same page and we're organized. All right, so let's get into it, people. This this was big. This was big. So it starts off with a nightmare. <laughs> Gotta say, Aaron is getting a lot of screen time this season. Definitely getting a lot of screen time. And that's fine. It's cool. He's got the robo arm going on and all this stuff. It, it was It's cool with me. But he's definitely getting a lot of screen time. It starts off, he has this nightmare. There's the whispers and a bunch of other people attacking him and his daughter, Grace. He wakes up. He's like, all right, great. That was just a dream. He puts on his hand, thinks everything's cool. It's daylight. And next, you know, we hear like some screaming outside. And it's like, oh, there's a breach. There's a breach. And everyone's running. And one of the scenes that cracked me up because it's broad daylight. And you just see like a walker chomping down on somebody's neck. I'm like, what was he doing? Because it wasn't like they snuck up on him. Because it's daylight. You can see. I could just if it was at night. Like, I didn't hear. They were quiet. They're lurkers or whatever. But no. You know, he's just chomping away. And they're running around. And they're fighting. And they're like, oh, it's a breach. It's a breach. It's like a... Well, not only that, but I mean, th- that wall, it, it, it should have made a noise, <laughs> you know, when it went down. So exactly. I'm just thinking, I'm like, someone should have heard this. Also, they have someone on the watchtower there on the wall. Remember, we always see them. We see them. It was mm-hmm. uh, the, the one that's dating um, Connie's sister friend. Oh, I'm blanking on her name. But you remember she was a big part of yeah. the last episode. She works on the wall. Come on now. Don't tell me nobody rang the bell and saw this. Were you all napping at the same time? But whatever. It happens. So they, you see that there's a hole formed and they're breaking through and they're fighting them. It's a hole to do. They clear it up. They eventually start luring them to one side of the, of the area. So then that way they can go and take them out. That's, that's their plan. But we hear Aaron and Jerry and uh, Lydia and Carol... And they're talking about, well, we need supplies. We can't we can't keep doing this. We have to do something. So they, they decide to go to the hilltop. And they're like, all right, well, let's go to the hilltop and see what we can scavenge up there. So, like, boom, there we go. That's the key part here. This Their mission is going to the hilltop. Now, what I want to ask you guys is, out of all the places to go, okay? Now, we know that Ezekiel had his school. Remember his school? That school was massive. They had gardens, they had all kinds of stuff. It, we know it fell apart, but it didn't burn to the ground like the hilltop. Why, out of all places, would you go to the hilltop and not go to the school? That, that was my question. Like When you heard, when, you, when they were like, all right, we're going to go look for more supplies. Let's go to hilltop. Did that make sense well, to you? I guess hilltop Hilltop is the, like, it's the closest to Alexandria, number one. Number two, that hilltop was known for providing the most food to, to everyone in the surrounding areas. Um, so I guess what they were thinking about is, you know, maybe there's still stuff that we can, you know, consume because they're starving, essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So I think that's number two. And, uh, yeah, I guess number three, they, they really don't. The reason why they haven't been there is, you know, it burned down last time. So maybe there's off of the remnants, you know, there wasn't. You know, maybe there was, you know, a place that people didn't want to go to because it was a easy place to get caught. I don't know. But yeah. uh, it just seemed logical to me why they All would right. go so there. That makes, sense. That, that makes some sense. If for some reason, I guess because I, I remember when it burned to the ground, we saw everything burn. It got infested. We had the walkers. We had the whispers. It was just chaos there. I figured all their farmland is, is done with. But we never saw any of that happen with the Ezekiel's camp, the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It was said but it was off camera. Oh, we fell in this whole thing. And that's why Ezekiel's here now. I was like, 
I was like, okay, I get it. You didn't have the budget, but I mean, man, this oh. would have been a great time to revisit that because remember they had an amazing set. Remember they had the amazing set where where Carol had her cabin right off campus type of thing. They had the garden. They had the movie theater. They had cellars. I mean, it's a school. It's a campus. They had everything. Don't tell me you didn't have cellars and bunkers and things with with supply stored. It would have been great to go and and explore. Especially a big school area. If you want to bring back the whole haunted house vibe, you could have definitely done it that way. You were going to say something, Rich? Oh, no. I think Carlos made a very good point. Uh, I was just going to say uh, they went back to the hilltop because, as we saw later in the episode, that furthered was a reminder of what happened at the hilltop and why certain characters were ready to make a turn in this episode. So I feel they did that intentionally for that purpose. Oh, yeah. They definitely did it to progress the story. And that's what we're going to get into now. So once they get over to the hilltop, again, daylight. And uh, we see that there's a bunch of walkers. You know, there's stragglers. They're walking around like, oh, we got to take them out. All right. So then they start taking them out. Nothing big. No craziness happening. But as they progress further in and they see everything's still burnt down, there's really nothing there. They're just trying to figure out what they can find. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, the only thing you probably can find are tools, right? A lot of the tools from the blacksmith. I'm sure that stuff still survived and and maybe those type of things. But who knows? Maybe they know there's a a storage warehouse, something, and they want to find it. So anyway, they're looking around and then I think it was Lydia that noticed. She was like, look, look over there. There's more walkers. Or I think maybe it's Aaron. One of them noticed, but then I think definitely Lydia's like, no, no, there's a whisper of someone with them because, look, they're hoarding. Someone's hoarding them, mm-hmm. right? So they head over there, and Aaron's and like, just to Just to correct, they were hurting. Hurting, hurting. That's right. Hurting. <laughs> hurting. Uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, right? The hurdy-gurdy. They're hurting. So they're hurting. And Aaron is just no bullshit in this, this episode. He just runs in. He starts punching him, he's stabbing him in the head, and he heads right to the center where the guy is turning in circles and just tackles him down, you know, and then he just pulls a mask off. He's like, who are you? What are you doing here? The guy's freaking out. He's scared. He's terrified. And this is the, the another part that didn't really get with me because Lydia stops Aaron. It's like, no, no, wait, wait, don't know. I know him. I know him. Right? And then we're like, oh, okay, this there's going to be a big story with this. And then when they get back to it, Right, because like again, people were trying to condense all these stories to one point because there was a lot of jumps back and forth. But when they came back, then they were like, "All right, tell me what what, what are you doing here? Ah, we're just looking for supplies and 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 everything that fell apart." And he's like hitting them and all thing. And Lydia was like, "Well, I don't think I really know him." <laughs> it's like he was because they were like, "Oh, can you vouch for him? He he's over here saying, oh, I gave you food. I gave you food. Remember that time when you were hungry?'" She's like, "I don't." I don't really remember that. I was like, the, what was the point of even saving him? Just like, yeah, he was one of the whispers. He was one of my mom's crew. I don't know. Because he even says he wasn't part of the inner circle. He was just one of, like, the help. You know, he was just a follower. He wasn't a, a major player. And so Aaron's not sure what to do with him at this point. They're like, oh, well, well, I guess we'll just put him in the cellar. And this goes back to what we saw, that sneak peek. When we, when we saw the mask and we were like, oh, what are they going to do? Are we going to get an alpha or beta? Because that sort of looked like alpha, the mask that they showed in that. But it's not. So they bring him down into the cellar area where they're going to lock him up. And then they realize that there's a bunch of them down there. Right? You got a bunch of whispers and they're wearing their masks and doing the whole thing. So they, they're trying to figure out what's going on. 
There's a little fight. The guys, some of them go running, but Aaron makes sure that he grabs the main guy that he was dealing with, and he tortures him. He hangs him up, and he starts beating on him, and he has um, a walker wrapped with, uh, like, on a leash. And then he was like, you know, tell me if there's more. Tell me what you're doing. Tell me if your your group is growing. And he's this guy's just bawling. He's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's it's like I. I, I I don't believe it's it's tricky. It's tricky this one because as I'm watching this, and then we hear Carol's like, "Oh, you gotta stop. You can't do this." I'm like, uh, "No, no, you need to hold off." I think I think Aaron's getting somewhere, because this guy said he was alone in the whole thing. But then once we go to the cellar, clearly he's not. There's a bunch of other ones, so he wants more information about who these these people are. Are they regrouping? Yeah, these are all viable questions. I need answers. Continue, continue the torture, please. You know, and then sure enough, he does. He has the Walker bite him on the hand. And he's screaming and bleeding. I was like, yeah, there you go. Hand for a hand. You know, he's like, he, he pretty much proves, Aaron proves that you can go on without a hand. And he tells him that. He was like, you know what? You either answer these questions quick, right? Or else that, that the virus is going to spread throughout your body. But we can cut it off now. And he's still screaming, I don't know, I don't know. And that's when Carol starts getting really into it. trying to get him to stop. And she takes her bow out an arrow to the head to the walker he's like what are you doing and she's like you can't be, do this basically she doesn't want him going to the dark side and we've seen this happen with numerous characters on this show over the years one that comes to mind instantly is rick remember rick early on wanted to be the good guy the cop i'm gonna do this by the book and then eventually he snapped and he didn't trust anybody and he was just balls to the wall and i think that was her fear that she didn't want him to go down that path. Because Carol also went down that path, remember? She was kind of yeah. a loose cannon as well for a while, you know. And she just didn't want to... You can go ahead, go. Oh, no, I was just going to make a quick comment and say, uh, this reminded me a lot of uh, the episode of Walking Dead we saw last season with uh, Gabriel and Aaron. And it shows you how far Gabriel ha is now as a character. The fact that he is ruthless... It doesn't he doesn't trust anybody he will take them out whereas Aaron you know almost went to that point but was pulled back in um in this episode so it just shows you the dynamic of what's the differences between Man, these was, two characters. I remember that we covered that one that was a great episode it mm -hmm. was like 21 22 or something like that that was with uh, Aaron and Father Gabriel if you haven't yeah. seen that episode or if you have that is a one to rewatch that was an awesome that's, episode that's Probably my favorite episode of last season. Yeah. That one or the the, the Negan one was also great. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the Negan backstory. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, th those two were the most. Those are the every time I think about last season, those two things are the things that I think about the most. And also the thing with Aaron, if I remember correctly, he's he's the the first he's the first character. Him and Jesus were the first ones to see the whispers, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. They they go way back, and that was the thing. It's like. I'm really surprised that Jesus is gone, the character. They decided to make that change, whatever. But it would have been great to see more with him because we really didn't get too much. We got a lot more in the comic than we did in the show of him. And here it is, Aaron. He sure, we got a lot more in the Bible than we got in this. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> there we go. Shout out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was. it's definitely, I mean, even the, the, the girl that they picked up. The, the baby she was from all of this craziness yeah remember and so he, he raised her from this and she came from uh, was it the saviors and it was just crazy it's a crazy story with aaron it's amazing he's here with the robo arm and all this stuff and here he is in this dominant role which makes sense because they're lacking 
right? We already got Rick gone. We got Michonne gone. We got Daryl out dealing with issues. And Carol, who flip-flops on whether she's taking control. And then Ezekiel never really took control as a leader after the kingdom fell. But he's he's not here right now. He's in the Commonwealth, so we'll get to that. So anyway, they go over it. They start going back and forth on this. And then he's like, all right, you're right, you're right. I can't do this. So he cuts it down. He cuts the guy down, and he frees him. And he gives him the blade. And he says, here, you can either do it yourself or I can do it. I don't remember who did it. Because I think they cut out, and that's when we went to another one. And when we come back, it's already done. And he's there thanking him. And we see some of the other whispers without their masks, just walking around like, all right, I guess we could pick up stuff. And we see there's a cart with Carol and, and, and Lydia and all them and Jerry. They filled up with a bunch of things that they did pick up, right? It looked like tools, though. I saw a lot of tools sticking out. So they definitely found some items. And so as they're getting ready to head out, the guy says, thanks. You're going to leave us here and the whole thing. That's great. He, and that's the other thing. He never said, oh, can we join your group? <laughs> and I was waiting for that. And that did not happen. He, they're like perfectly content with staying in this burnt down hilltop area. And that's when he says, hey, you know what? Uh, uh, just a good faith. Uh, I did see one of your people get out of that cave, uh, the, our, uh, our Walker cave. And uh, she got away. And we're like, oh, wait, she? Who? What? And we find out it's Connie, right? Well, we know that she got up. And now it's being confirmed. And now the group knows that she made it out. And he was like, yeah, yeah, she made it out, and she was wandering, and she went uh, that away, you know, went toward the north side. And this is the thing that I, that also got to me, of I wish we would see a map. Why can't we just throw up like a Game of Thrones segment with like da 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 just or the explorer door or door is, Come on. Yeah, do something, you know? It's like a, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Throw a map <laughs> because I want to see because this is where. When they said, how far is that cave? And Lydia says, it's not far from Alexandria. Whoa, wait a minute. That cave was not far. So why hasn't Connie made her way to Alexandria? Like, if it's that close, how did we not know about it? I mean, it brings up a bunch of questions. It was just weird that she, the way she said it, she was like, oh, wait, wait, it's not that far from Alexandria. As opposed to, it, it would have been made more sense. Like, hey, it's a day travel from here, so we should go. It was Lydia who said that, right? Yeah, Lydia said it because yeah. she knew where it was. She was like, oh, I, I know where that cave is. That's that's not too far from Alexandria. Right. And uh, I was like, oh, wow. So you are a spy. You know, you know everything. <laughs> so, and then, of course, Carol, because of the guilt, she was like, we got to go now. We got to go now. And then uh, Aaron's like, no, no, first light. It's already getting late. By the time we get back and drop this stuff off, it'll be dark. So let's let's wait till let's wait till tomorrow. AKA, let's wait till the next episode. <laughs> we got AKA, this. let's wait for the other characters to join us e- also. Exactly. The ones that you know, right? directly it's... correlated to Connie. Exactly, exactly. And then we can go all find Connie, uh, Connie, wherever she is. So, poof, that's it. This part is done. Their journey is over. Next, we go into, we see Judith, and she's back in Alexandria, and I guess she is the ultimate badass kid here because she is teaching the other kids how to fight. She's got mm-hmm. a weapon. She's like, here, step here, stab, 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 you know, with a spear and the whole thing. I'm like, oh, man. I mean, and I'm looking around, and I don't see any other adults. <laughs> so I'm like, well, did did was Jerry and, and Aaron and them the only adults remaining? It's like, it was weird. because So we see that, and then off in the distance, we see bully kids, you know, random bully kids part of this community. And they're like... 
uh, baiting one of the walkers through the fence, like a hole through it, and like putting their hand near its mouth. It's like, oh, can't catch me. You can't catch me. Playing that game, which is super dumb. Why would you even play a game like that with, with something that all it takes is one bite and now you're done for? Really dumb kids. And these are teenagers. So she walks over and says, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. And she tries to give him a lecture. And they're like, oh, who do you think you are? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, you, and he pushes her. And he says, says something to the effect of like, you're the reason your mom left or something like that. And it was, it was brutal. I'm like, what the? First off, again, this is, when I watch these things, I do a lot of pausing. I don't know if you guys do, but I do because I, I sort of look up in the air and I'm like, who, who thought this was smart to say? Because think about this. We, if everyone in that community are all together, they're all together because of Rick and Michonne. Mm-hmm. Rick and Michonne built Alexandria. Of course, if you're the original people part of the town, but you still know who's running it once the mayor fell, the woman, remember that whole thing. We still know it's Rick and Michonne running this. We know what Rick is gone. Michonne was running it. Now she's off story-wise looking for the dead. But for this kid to say that, I'm like, are you... She's pretty... Judith is royalty in Alexandria. How dare you? You know, I, I just, <laughs> and nobody... The other kids are just stand there. Uh, I have a prediction that I'm pretty sure both you and Carlos will agree. Maybe. Uh, that particular bully... When he eventually gets bit in turns, this is who Judith will kill. Oh, because and she's got to put him down. She's going to put him yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's going to happen. Because right, even because because that wasn't the only time that he was. Uh, oh no, you no. know, no, he's a prick. Yeah. He's 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 the, well, the the bully prick. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. rich. You're going to be delighted when I am, when I'll tell you that I do disagree. Oh, oh really? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, number one, both of them are children. They're not gonna have Judith kill another another a kid in the show. No, if he turns, I think he's saying if he turns, he will kill him. She will kill him if he turns. I don't know. I just think you know that kind of storyline would make sense if we have you know enough time for uh, Judith and the kid to establish like a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're gonna get that. If we don't get a friendship, then uh, I want to know who his parents are. Because they, we seem to know where everyone. Oh, what, what are you? The, what are you? The principal? Yeah, yeah. I'm the principal here. I want to. Where, where, who is your parents? Did they already die on one of these trips? <laughs> you know, it's like they, were they the ones that went off with uh, with uh, Maggie and Egan? <laughs> What's going on here? They could be from the hilltop. They could be from the from the kingdom. They could be from the. They the, could be anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, but the they, shore. They could be just stragglers, right? So. Yeah. I think. So, I think. Oh no! Go ahead. Continue. Oh, just uh, just real quick, I. Yeah, it would have. I mean, it would have been a cool storyline, Rich, to do that. But if if they if they establish sort of like a relationship between Judith and the kid, and just be like, hey, you know, we we started off at a really bad place um, with me pointing the knife at you. Um, now we're going through all these all this stuff to survive, and we are actually becoming friends now. You know, and this you know all the kids are getting along because of whatever they did. And then I just at the irony at the end is she has to kill him in order for him. You know, well that would that would that would do that would do a good storyline, but I don't know if they'll do that. You know, friendship kind of storyline with the with the kids. They Who knows? Well, uh, She's got her own friends, which we're gonna get oh, into oh, right now. Oh, well, let me let me just add one, one quick one, one quick one quick thing. Uh, I'm I'm totally fine 
with them taking Carlos's approach as well, the, the only reason why I would think that that is going to happen because I recall last season they had that whole scene between Daryl and, and, and her when she saw Daryl kill people and mm-hmm. felt a certain type of way and confronted him about that. And I feel like that character at some point, now I don't know if if the show continues on, if there's a spinoff and it's about her, I feel at some point she's also going to have a moment where she's also going to have to realize, well, this is what you have to do to survive. But as you said, you made a very good point. They don't have enough time to really dive into that because uh, they have all these other storylines going on, so it probably won't happen. But we'll see because it, 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 it's going to be some type of thing that happens between those two mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing the thing that I do see, Rich, is – she can. I think either her or Michonne is gonna save the kid from from yeah, him like sense. dying or you know getting bit or something. I think that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we will, that makes well, sense. Yeah, well, the, the 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 other factor is just that there's other kids there that she's actually friends with that she does care about. So if anything, well, if they're, they're all they're, they're they're all royalty. <laughs> well, the other ones, the other ones, yeah, she's, yeah, that's, but that's the thing. No one seems to acknowledge the other kids. They don't even bring because. So we'll get into it right now. So after she she push he pushes her down, she stands up and she whips out her knife and she puts it right to his throat, right to the jugular, and she's like, "Say that again, say that again," you know. And I'm like, "Oh, this mm-hmm. is gonna be good." And he's actually scared. The kid does a good job. The actor just portraying this fear. It's like, "Oh, okay, she she she's a little loopy." And then Grace comes over and it's like, "Come on, Judith, back down." It's all right, come on. And then so she puts it away, and then he's like, "Oh, you see, you're a weirdo, or something like that." And he runs off with his little friends. Yo, I gotta say, and and I'm 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 gonna undercut you, Adam. I just want to get to the point. Oh, 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 the scene with Judith crying, man. I'm like, damn. She, I she felt was, I felt for her, that, man. I was like, definitely, damn. I definitely felt. I definitely. She felt was really, really good in that scene. Think about this. She, it's right. She, the mom is gone. The dad is gone. The, they bring up the brother Carl again. Carl is gone. She's got nobody. She's got nobody but the other little straggler kids. And then as we see uh, Rosita coming Rosita. over, making it seem like, oh, you know, I'm here for you. Really? Are you really here for me? You weren't here before when I was getting bullied. You know, you weren't here when I'm teaching these kids how to fight. You're over there reading some novella. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, make yourself useful. You know what I mean? She's just like out in the background. Whatever. But we'll get to that now. Yeah, she was crying. That hurt. Because we know she is alone. She is really alone. I mean, the only other person she had was Daryl, and Daryl's out on on his adventure. So, so next, you know, we see that uh, she's back in the house. I guess they're all in this house because you could see that the the bully kid and his friends are in the other room. And she walks past, and she sees that the that handprint thing that she had, the indent. It was her hand and Carl's hand, and it's on the floor and it's broken in half. So. She, she's pissed off. So she goes over to him and she's like, did you do this? Did you do this? He's like, no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You know, I'm not lying. I didn't do it. And he walked off. And I was like, that's it? I was expecting more of a, I thought she was just going to pop him one in the jaw or something at this point. Like she wasn't even going to ask him, just fed up. Because like you said, remember she was crying. She has emotion running high. Things are rough right now for her. But at that at that moment, you got her, her crew she got a little brother that comes over. We got uh, Herschel over there and Grace. And I'm like, hey, well, we're here for you. We'll, we'll fix this. It's all good. It's good. Don't worry about it. You know. So she's not alone. She's got her crew. 
That, and that's her crew. And that's the royalty crew. That's the only crew that matters when it comes to these kids. All the other kids can die in Alexandria. But these four? Mm-mm. This is it. This is the Goonie Squad right here. If they, when when we hear about the, remember the world beyond and they did that, and yes, that was not really a time jump. That's just a lateral jump in another area. But if they did a full time jump with just the kids, sort of, you know, teenage years, it, it should be this crew because this is the crew. But um, the next scene of this, and we're almost done to this part, is where we see Judith sitting on the step. She's sad. She's looking at this stuff. She's, she's all bummed out. And that's when Rosita, wherever, who knows where she was, shows up. And then she <laughs> really doesn't help much because she then just offers up, hey, I'm also an orphan. Did I tell you that? My dad's gone. That's when my mom died. Probably around your age. And my life was tough, too. But look how good I turned out. You know, Basically, she could be strong, and she has to stay strong, and things are going to get better. Ah. Uh, what did you think of that speech? It was pretty lengthy, and I was just like, I felt like Charlie Brown for what? I'm like, none of this, if I'm Judith, would I give a shit? I'm like, yes, your life sucks. That's all you're telling me. It's similar to my life sucking right now. This is not bringing my parents back. Uh, I got some a-holes over here giving me a hard time. No one's showing me any kind of respect from my family. I'm pissed. Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead, go ahead, Carlos. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, they, they got to do the whole, you know, it's the whole empathy thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they just, you know, they needed they needed to to just, you know, make sure that she felt better. Um, <laughs> and they needed Rosita to do something, man. That's the thing. She's got to do something. I mean, the, the only thing that played a big part. Oh, oh go ahead, uh, Rich. Oh, no, no, continue. Yeah, the only thing that played a big part is right after that is that they hear something going on inside with the radio, and she runs over, and she knows how to use the radio. So she was like, hey, who's there? Eugene, hey, hey. And then she fills him in for also, and I I was like, damn, it's been a while. Because Eugene, are you there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Guess what? Um, Alpha's dead. The war is over. But uh, Alexandria's a mess. I'm like, yeah, that's right. All that happened while those people were out. So they, they don't know. They don't know all the stuff happened. For for all they know, the battle is still going on, and they need to bring mm-hmm. help because that was the whole point of this. So, Rich, what were you gonna say? Yeah, I just was gonna say uh, I think she they had her give that that little conversation to Judith, as it also gives you the viewer an idea of how Rosita is also looking at her situation because she also lost a lot of people as well. So she's just saying that she has remained strong. And is moving moving forward to do what she can. Um, so it wasn't really just for Judith. I think it was also for her to give people the context as to what she thinks, what the mind frame is that she's in, and also as you both said, because they have to have her do something on the show. Didn't she have a baby? <laughs> Where's the baby? Yeah, she she does have a baby. I, that's a great question. I haven't seen the baby. I haven't seen the baby. We, we know the father is is no longer here. Yeah, we know the father is dead, <laughs> and Father Gabriel was trying to fill that void along with Eugene for a little bit. Remember, there was that yep. whole little love triangle going on. I don't know, but uh, maybe. Well, we, and Father Gabriel gave up on being a father. Yeah, yeah he gave <laughs> up. Okay. He gave up on all that, but he won't remove the collar, so he's still trying to get the benefits. He's still, he's still trying to get the benefits. You know, trying to get that tax write off. Shit, he's being sneaky. <laughs> All right, so that was it. That That's it for that story. Once they, they try to do the communication with Eugene, and then uh, the communication starts breaking up, 
Right. Well, that's the the last part of this. We'll get into it. So the next part is now with Maggie and Negan. So we last we saw is that they were wandering because uh, the last dude uh, I blinked on his name, but he's the one that got hurt and said, "Hey, leave me. Go to the safe house. Try to get everything, and then once you regroup with everybody, get the supplies, come back and get me if I'm still here. Hopefully, All right?" And he went. He boarded himself up. So we just see these two and they're wandering and they're having their little spats back and forth. But then they make it to the safe house, and this is no joke. This was a safe house. It was a nice, clean house. Tons of supplies right there, ammo, everything, grab your, the food. I mean, remember, we guys, we were just playing Back for Blood, which is like Left for Dead, awesome game. Get ready for that one. And when you go into a safe room, what do you do? That's it. All the supplies are right there. And that's what I saw here. I was like, nothing was hiding. I don't know why. I felt like if this was a safe house, that it should look like a rundown house. Because then people would be like, oh, it's a rundown house. And just bypass it, right? But if you see if it's a nice, clean house... If I'm a scavenger, that's the first place I'm going to go. I'm like, oh, well, maybe this place hasn't been ransacked. And that's the thing. Once he walked in, they just like, oh, okay. And she opens up a chest. All right, here's this. She's grabbing ammo. She's giving stuff. He's like, all right, we got everything. Let's go. And then he was like, all right, well, let's let's get out of here. You know, Let's bring this back. We got plenty of food here right now. These supplies, we can bring it back. And she's like, no, we got to wait for everybody. Like, how long do you want to wait? It's like, I don't know until they show up. Uh, that's not how this works. And I was like, no, we, we got to go. We can't stay here. We don't know where the rest of those guys are. We don't know if these people are dead. These are valid points. Again, we are on Negan's side. This is I am Negan. We are Negan. So if we were there, we're like, yes, boss, let's bounce. And for some reason, no, she wants to stay. She's like, no, we don't know if they're hurt. And he, he compromises. He's like, all right, we will stay through the night. First daylight, if no one's here, we bounce. That's it. It just makes sense. Remember, don't you got you got your kid who needs food. We got people dependent on us. What did you think of that? Just that section alone. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. All this makes sense. I don't know about, oh, I'm just going to wait here until they show up. This isn't what Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. Remember the knight who was just waiting for his relief to show up? And it took like centuries and centuries until Indiana Jones. No, you don't wait. You just pack up and leave with what you have. And then count your blessings and move on. You know, what did you think about that, Carlos? Yeah, I think it made it made sense. I mean, and for Negus' perspective, it's like he's they have to go back. If, I mean, if they got either something or nothing to show, I mean, they have to be there to support the group, the overall the the group that they're trying to care for. Um, you know, I think they just got lucky that uh, Father Gabriel and another guy showed up. Now, um, the, was that the next? That was the next day, or was that a few hours? I couldn't. Oh tell. no, that was that's that seemed like it was like a few hours afterwards. It was a few hours because I at first I was like, oh, did it already pass? Because they during this whole episode they were just flip flopping, you know, from segment to segment to segment to segment. So I was like, I couldn't tell did they already sleep through the night, or was this just a few hours? So you're saying it was a few hours? All right, so we'll we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah, but yeah, so then they get into that whole spat. Oh, Rich, you gonna say something? Oh, I have a comment to make. I'm gonna let you finish first. Wait, by the way, is it gonna be a controversial comment? Yeah, is this controversial? yeah, yeah. It, it, this will be controversial. Oh boy! Here oh, we go. oh. It, it is gonna be controversial. All right, so we'll, all right. Go well, ahead. This was this go was ahead. very quick. This this their segment on this episode was very short. 
So uh, it gets to the point where he was like, you know, I'm tired of waiting. And he's like, he grabbed one of the bags <laughs> and she attacks him. And then they get into a whole tussle. I wouldn't really call it a fight because uh, they were just like slamming each other around and stuff. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And um, they gave us a very weird moment. And I don't know if this was intentional, but there was that that pause between them when they both just stared each other down like are they gonna it's like are they gonna are they gonna kiss is this is it, are you are you gonna I was just expecting I was just expecting the song to be like this right? magic exactly. moment I was like is this gonna be one of those moments where you just like that that tension with just boils over into passion is this what we're gonna see I don't wanna see that I'm sorry I don't want that here but it was weird it was like a long pause for a while and I was like well maybe they're gonna show someone reaching for a knife or something but no that that wasn't the case they were just giving each other a stare down for yep. a while and then they heard something at the door you know, they, they grab their weapons, they're pointing at the door, and it's Father Gabriel with one of the other jabronis that he helped. <laughs> and, uh, and that's what I'm going to call him. We got too many fools in this episode. And he sees him. He's like, oh, yeah, he's hurt, but we're here. Where's everybody else? And then that's when she gives a rundown that the uh, what's her, the Sasquatch is dead. Uh, the other chick that was with them also died. Uh, Aiden, Aiden, I think that was his name. Aiden, he's injured, and they locked him away somewhere safe, and, but they have to go get him. But everybody else, she doesn't know. And so he's like, well, I guess we wait. We have to wait. We're, we're here. This is the safe house. We're gonna, just going to have to wait. And that's it. She looks over at Negan, and Negan doesn't say anything. He's like, pfft. I guess so. I, I guess. I mean, what what am I gonna do? We got Father Gabriel here. We got Jabroni number one with him, who's hurt and stuff. And I was like, all right. So that's it for this segment. So, what's your controversial statement, Rich? So uh, I know that there are quite a bit of storylines going on this season. Uh, so I have to ask this question, and I'm very curious. Uh, I would like for the people who actually leave comments to share share your own thoughts and answers to this question as well. And that is. Do you guys feel as though this Negan-Maggie dynamic, uh, the odd couple dynamic, this is, it feels like this is going to continue all season. It's going to be a will they or won't they kill each other type of thing for the entire season. Uh, And I say this because it also, we also received uh, a piece of news today that the Brahalla video game is going to now have Negan and Maggie as playable characters. Uh, so that is a fighting game for those that don't know, if, if they didn't know based on the title. But yeah, the question I have is, do y'all feel like this storyline with Maggie and Negan is going to last all season? Because to me, it feels like this is going to continue throughout the entire season. I think so. I think this is going to last until one of them dies or they, they split. <laughs> it's definitely going to I mean, it was a big deal for Maggie to come back to the yeah. show, the, the actress herself, after everything that happened with the other show. So for her to come back, I'm, I'm assuming she's here until the end. So there goes that. And then Negan with... Uh, with uh, which, which, what's it, Dean Morgan? I keep blanking on the first part of it. Je- Jeffrey, 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 Jeffrey. I don't. I, I get nervous when I say the word Jeffrey. It makes me nervous. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, something about it is just I don't like it. So, 
And uh, yeah, so when uh, the, he's a big name, he's a big name for them, and he enjoys it. The way whenever you see these interviews and whenever he discusses a show, it, it it doesn't come off as like, well, this is just a paycheck for me. No, he really enjoys this universe. He loves the fan base. He loves being a part of it, and he definitely loves the character. And why not? You're Negan. You're one of the best characters in the franchise. So it, it makes sense. But uh, I don't think they're going to kill him off. And that's the, the big Uh-oh. debate going forward with all this. Because as people <laughs> watch, they're like, well, is Maggie Negan? Someone's going to die, right? Someone's going to die. I don't see him dying. Uh, it's not a spoiler. If people want to say it's a spoiler because the comic has been over for over a year now. It's done. But um, we don't see him die. There is no death for Negan in the comic. Now, of Uh-oh. course, the show could definitely go in a different way. But hey, there's no death. There's no death for that. And they don't. we don't know what happens to him. The way they portray him in the comic at the end is he has his own little house out of the area of of where they're living, but he's doing his own thing. That's it. So, yeah. So, 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 so you're leaving the possibility uh, open to him and Maggie hooking up. Well, no, 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 no. I'm leaving the possibility (laughs) is that what we've heard from the 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 showrunners is that there is a second spinoff coming. Besides Uh-oh. the Daryl and Carol, which is just Daryl and Carol because those are the two main actors that have signed off on that one. There's going to be others. That is not the official title of that spinoff. But they confirmed there is another spinoff. So I wouldn't put it past them if that other spinoff has something to do with Negan. I think out of the two, Negan is a stronger character. Mm-hmm. And I think people would want to see that story and it could be i don't know if they would go as a full prequel of from the point of what we saw from the backstory from when with with lucille and then the transformation and see how he built up in his journeys if it's one of those or if it's just when this show ends and he says all right well this is what's happening it's over carol and some group guys are going to go and do something else and negan is going off to do his own thing and that's when we see his show so I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them, especially if he agrees to it. You know, if Jeffrey Dean Morgan agrees, yeah, I'll stick around if you give me my own show. Who's going to turn that down? I mean, come on now. So we will see. We'll see. But that that we'll see. I but to, to answer your question with this whole dynamic, I think it's going to last. This is it. I think this is this is that the the, the buddy cop and angry and all that stuff. You know, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> this is what we're going to see throughout the whole thing. Because in some situations, both of them are going to be right. In some yeah. situations, they're both going to be wrong. Like right here, this this whole moment, I clearly understand from Negan's point of view. Think about it. You just had people try to kill you. You finally made it to the safe haven. You got the supplies. It doesn't look like anyone's hot on your trail. Let's go back, bring these supplies to the people that need them. And the other guys, are they're grown adults. They can find their way home. Yeah. You know, that's it. If they make it, they make it. Whatever. But then even when you try to get back, think about that. Are they going to then go through the subway tunnel again? <laughs> are they going to go through that whole process? Or are you going to go above ground? You know, and stick to the roads. It, it's going to be complicated. But whatever. That that didn't happen. So that's what I think. And uh, so this is it. Now we go to the meat and potato for this episode. Because this was this was the big one. And this is with uh, Yukimo. Right? I got it right? <laughs> I got it wrong. Yumiko, 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 Yumiko. All right, so we got Yumiko, we got Eugene, we got uh, Princess, and um, our boy um, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. And they are watching, which is a welcome video to the Commonwealth. 
and it's on VHS and it's got like the lines and it's clearly been watched way too many times. And we hear, was it Lance Gordon or Lance? But uh, I, I, I don't want to say too much about this character because uh, they could always change him up. But if it, if it, if it's who I think it is, he's gonna be he's gonna play a major part in all this. But anyway, he's uh, introducing, and this is a, clearly a welcome video for people that just joined in. It's like, hey, we're safe and we're this, and we can live our lives in peace and this, and just follow the rules and blah blah blah. So they're like, all right, cool, whatever. And then uh, one of the guards or one of the guys that's there starts so handing out paperwork to each one and it's like all right what's this like well that's your job and where you're gonna live your living quarters it's like what it's like yeah so uh, was it a we got princess she's gonna be working in a shopping center as a shopkeeper of some sort and she's hoping it's a mall she's like oh i always wanted to work in a mall she's all gun ho for this she was like this is great you know and we got a uh, ezekiel it says he's gonna be dealing with animals and taking care of animals and eugene is gonna be some form of uh, an engineer he was teaching of some sort and uh uh yumiko is receives a letter and it just says hey you have to meet with us it's pretty much the higher-ups and we are going to t uh, discuss your future plans here so that's that's her way of getting like a golden ticket so everyone else is kind of upset well well uh, princess isn't but eugene is like well we have no plan to staying here same thing with uh, ezekiel was like this this wasn't our mission our mission was to try to see if we can meet new people and get help because we're dealing with a, a whole battle going back in, at home so how do we talk to the boss and they were like oh you never talk to the boss you never talk to the governor you know and so like all right well uh, we'll figure something out and they just let him out into the wild so once they get out into the wild Yumiko goes wandering around and she finds a bakery. And when she goes into the bakery, I guess she was told this is where her brother is because right before this, she went to the, the same guy who was being sort of a prick with everybody else telling him, well, no, that's your job and that's where you live and just that's the way it is here. Sorry, too bad. And he sort of wanted to brush her off as well until she said, well, I have this letter here. And he looked at him and said, oh, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Oh, it, so that's, it tells you right off the bat she is going to be of someone of importance in this community just from his reaction. What do you need? Whatever you need, I'll help you with this whole thing. So she tracks down that her brother now is at this bakery. And he comes out, and he's a baker. He's a baker. And he they sit down. They have a one-on-one. -on -one, starts talking about it. And she was like, what are you doing as a baker? You're a surgeon. And he's like, shh, keep that on. He doesn't want anybody to know. And he gives his whole backstory about how he was in Chicago when the fall happened. And he made his way to that community where it was just a few blocks and he bumped into the governor and stuff. And I guess he kept the, he didn't tell them that he was a surgeon and that he was just a baker. And he was like, this is the happiest I've ever been. So don't mess it up for me. I just want to be a baker. This is my life. Are you okay with that? He's like, yeah, I want some cake. What did you think of that? Like just that alone. I'm like, um... I guess that makes sense. But then again, he has to see the, the hierarchy of how everything works here, right? So based on what you do, from what you were doing in your the past life, I'm going to say past life before the fall, and what you're doing now, I'm sure as a baker, I, I don't know how respected he is. I don't know what his situation is. But definitely if he was a surgeon, I'm sure he would be treated like royalty there. But he, he doesn't want that pressure. That's what I'm gathering from this. He just doesn't want the pressure. And he likes the easy life of just making pastries. 
What did you think, Rich, when you saw that? Uh, I think I also want some cake. You want some cake, right? Me too. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's but, pause uh... this. We'll pause. Boop. All right, we're back. <laughs> we're back, folks. That was pretty good cake. Yeah, yeah it was. It was very good. Um, but no, I, I just think um, it seems like to me when I saw that 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 dialogue happening, I thought to myself, well, there's probably other people also in that village that are better suited doing what they did before. But uh, they have now conformed to whatever it, it, whatever the Commonwealth says that they are, they need to do right now. Um, I'm curious to know, and obviously you you've read the comics, so I think you know what's going to happen with the Commonwealth. I'm just curious to know if uh, if if there are going to be some things that come out about the Commonwealth, because I, I know that with you know I know you you didn't mention yet, but maybe we saw that intro video at the start of yeah. the episode, the little commercial. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, it's just like it, it seems too good to be true. So well, I would love well, to. Know well, here's that. the thing, but that's the thing, and it's not a spoiler because she even asked him. She asked her brothers, like, "Is it too good to be true?" And, yeah. and he says it's not. He's like, "It's better." And <laughs> yeah, not going to really spoil it. He's not lying on a lot of oh, it. He's what? not. He's <laughs> not lying. He's not lying. It's just certain. I'm really, really curious to see how they. There's a, a certain amount of events that take place. There's two key events that take place in the comic that trigger everything. And uh, no spoiler, one of the key, this is, and I'm going to say no spoiler because he's not here. One of the key elements that triggers that is Rick in the comics. Rick is not here. <laughs> so how is this, what is going to be the, the fuse that lights the match? Because that was, it was a whole thing going on with Rick. And he's not here. So I don't know how they're going to go about doing it. So I'm very much looking forward to it. And I don't think they're just going to swoop Rick in at this moment. If he does show up, I think it'll be after the, the mid-season break. Because this will have a mid-season break. And I'm yeah. sure they'll tease that. You know, so that's, if it does happen, if they go down that road. If they, or maybe they throw a curveball and they throw something else that caused the the chain of uh, reaction of events that takes it, place. Now, is it possible it could just be another character that isn't Rick that that does this instead? Uh, they can try, but it's got to have a lot of impact. Mm, okay, it, it's got to be very impactful. <laughs> That's the thing, and it's 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 got to be big, man. I mean it. People, I'm not going to go into the spoiler with it because this is a deep, <laughs> deep spoiler. If you really want to know, the comic's been out for a year. It's done. Go. You can look it up. Look up the final uh, trade. You can pick up just the final trade. The final trade of Walking Dead, and that'll tell you everything you need to know. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I get it, Adam. I get what you're saying. Yeah, how are they going to do this? But you know what? I'm looking forward to it. They're creative people. It's a fun show. We all love the show. We're talking about it. So that's it. So... There goes that. We're done with their part. So then we will jump over and we see Eugene with Stephanie. They're happy. They're, everything is great. Let's go get ice cream. They're going to the ice cream shop. Don't worry. Keep the change. She's got money for days. When she works as the, the radio communication operator. She has a day off so she can, you know, hang out with the, this new guy here. And that the, the the one thing before I go jump forward is just the fact that when they handed out the jobs and where they live, they never asked them, hey, by the way, do you guys even want to stay here? 
Like, is that what your end goal? And no one ever asked. And that's why they were like, we did, this was not our plan. We're not staying. We just wanted to, you know, just come to meet Stephanie and to talk for help and this and so that. But that's not what they were going through. They're automatically assuming that everyone that uh, comes through just wants to be, you know, assimilated into the system. And now you are here and now here's your, your coordinates. Here's your, your, your job and where you live and just suck it up and, and, you know, be another cog in the machine. So they're eating their ice cream and she says, and he's talking about, it's like, this is great. I'm very happy. This is great. I'm with you. This is, this is what I wanted. I can't believe I'm actually happening. This is happening for me. But then he feels guilty. He's like, I know I have my friends in need. I need to talk to them. I need to let them know I'm okay. I need to communicate. How can I do this? And she says, well, there's a whole process and you have to wait and you got to contact and blah, blah, blah. They're sitting down and talking about this. And then at this moment, that's when we just see Ezekiel and princess show up and uh, Ezekiel says, oh, well, I found out that we could talk to the governor, but it's going to take about six months. We can get an appointment in six months. And they're like, all right, we can't, we can't wait that long. So is there another way to go about this? And she was like, uh, yeah, yeah, there's another way. There's another way. And so Princess, and then he has Princess ice cream. She's all excited. Oh, I got ice cream. This is great. Yeah. And just looking at that place reminded me of Disneyland. Like the way the streets were nice and clean. And you see everybody walking around. Oh, yeah. Right? It looked like Disneyland. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Even though the ice cream parlor and stuff. So now we get to the communication center. And we see that they're inside. They go in. And I guess she... she well, there was an issue with the keys, but she got in. They, they remember at the beginning she had said, "This is Stephanie." That there was some issue with getting the key, but I don't think there was much because they got in right away. She figured out a way to get in, but we got Princess who's sort of keeping guard in the front, and then that's when she sees Mercer, and for the first time, we actually hear the name Mercer that I could pick up. Do you guys pick up on anyone ever acknowledging him and calling him Mercer besides me? No, right? No. That, that, yeah, exactly. So they, they just... Uh, I don't even get it this episode. <laughs> you, right at the... When she walked, he's like, oh, Mercer looking good. Remember? It's like, you know, perfecto. Uh-huh, okay. You know, you're, you're, you know, and she was like, you know, flirting with him. And I know some people were like, oh, well, she's just doing this to distract him, which could be true. But as you, I think the way they're going, and even the showrunner talked about it at the end of this episode, they, they're trying to show a little flirtation here. And remember, we saw a little bit of that before from Princess when she was throwing little peace signs and little smiles at him. You know, she she likes him. She likes him. And she's throwing more of that, talking about how she thinks he has sexy eyelashes and stuff like that. And she thanks him for giving back the $2 bill. And I don't look too much into that. I know some people are like, oh, that's, that's a hint right there because they always try to control the currency. Remember, they had that stack of money and they're trying to control. Yes, stack of money. But a $2 bill is a very limited bill, right? You can't really just find them anywhere. So most people that have a $2 bill, keep it in their wallet. It's good luck. I have my $2 bill. I've had it for psh, over 10 years. It's just something that I have. It's a, one of those things. And that's what she said. Remember, she carries it for good luck. She has a $2 bill. So I think for him to give back the $2 to her, it wasn't so much of like, all right, I'm being nice. It's more of, I know you're not going to spend it, so it's not going to end up in circulation, so it's not going to mess things up with our our finances here, which I doubt $2 is going to do anyway. But I think that's really what it was. But who knows? It, It could be that he is planting the seed that he does like her and he gave something back. But he said, hey, I'm just giving your possessions back. I said I was going to do it. Yeah. But 
Well, he didn't say he was going to do it. She asked. Am I getting it back? But whatever. So they go back and forth over that whole little thing, that little teasing. So I think that they're going in that direction, and we're going to see. And that'll be great to see that in live action play out because it's it's pretty it's pretty funny if they go with it to see him open up as a person and and who Mercer is, not just a soldier. So now we jump into the 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 room itself where we got Ezekiel and we got Mercer. I mean Ezekiel, um, Eugene and Stephanie. And Eugene is trying to communicate back to Alexandria. And then poof, that's when, as we saw before, where Rosita, she picks up. They're talking. He's trying to relay what's going on there. She was, as I just discussed, saying about the war being over. They're going back and forth. And the communication dies off. I'm assuming they did something to the tower for it to just crap out the way it is. Because communication doesn't happen to just fall apart that way, especially the radio tower, unless it's some harsh weather or something. And it just cut out. And then we see everybody storming the room. Mercer is there, the soldiers. And we're like, you're under arrest. You guys are breaking laws. And we're violating, talking with the... Was, was it, he said some, something about you're not allowed to talk outside of our group without permission. There's a bunch of rules they're breaking. Uh, one of the attorney guys comes in and says, this is it, and you're going to have to wait until you meet in front of a judge, and if you're found guilty, you're going to get exiled, and you could never come back to the Commonwealth. And it was very odd for you, uh, for Ezekiel to just blurb out, I was like, well, we have a good lawyer. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we get it, but where is she? Do you know she, she's with her brother eating cake? She's, she's not here. And it just it was just weird to bring that up. It's like, okay, you have a good lawyer, what, what, whatever. You know, but while they're going back and forth and they're trying to figure out because now they're going to have to wait to meet the judge, the door opens up again and it's Stephanie and Lance from the video. And he's like, hey, what's going on here? And the guy's filling them in and he's like, I don't care. He's like, no, they're going to stay here. Everything is fine. It's going to be fine. Dude. Just stay right here. I'll be right back. And he leaves. And they just stay, they just stay in there and it's stunned and then poof, that's it. And episode what did you think of that? There was a lot that happened in that one section there. Did it, did it feel rushed? Or did it feel like it, it flowed and it made sense of how they were trying to show that here's their connection. They, they made a, little, a brief connection to Alexandria. I don't know how much information really got back on, on, on both ends. And then to see now Lance coming to AK save the day, but even Stephanie said, "Yeah, he seems like he's helping you now, but he's gonna want something in return." What did you think of that, I'm Rich? Yeah, I, I I thought they definitely progressed that uh, pretty quickly because, um, like, when they got caught at the end of the episode, that was when I expected that story to end. I wasn't expecting for them to already reach a resolution as far as getting help that quick. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I think uh, I was okay with it, though, because, yeah, it progresses the story a little bit faster, and I assume that they have a lot more deeper things they'll get into in the next couple of episodes regarding that. Yeah. Yeah, what about yeah it, definitely, it definitely did. Um, it is progressing a lot quicker. I mean, they even said in the in the show, it's like it's been less than a day. <laughs> you guys are already getting into trouble. It seems like the show's even calling it out. But uh, yeah, I um, I don't really mind it as much um, as long as you know we got a we got a small grasp of what uh, the Commonwealth is, and uh, 
and yeah, I'm just you know I'm just curious to see about uh that dude, that dude from the video, and then Stephanie is like, well, what's in it for them, you know, and all that. So I'm I'm curious to know about that, and uh, and uh, what else? I was gonna say something else. I just forgot. I will leave. I'll I'll, I'll come back to it, but uh, but yeah, it it did feel a little bit rushed, but um. But I mean, you know, this is what the fifth episode of the season, yeah. um, and uh, we're—I guess—we're technically, if 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 the midway point, you know, is you know, this is going to be twenty-four episode season. We're seven episodes away from the midway point, mm-hmm. so, so I think a lot of this stuff is has to be resolved. I remember why? Soon. I think we're going to have this will be the first time. That and it's because of the whole COVID and, and the filming productions uh, delays. We're gonna have three Walking Dead shows all running at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, we got Walking Dead, we got Fear, and then we got World Beyond. Uh, so I'm not sure if they'll go to 12 episodes. It may be a break, like it may split up into threes. Yeah, I think there may be another yeah. break because they keep saying that this is going to be the longest season not mm-hmm. episode wise but lengthwise spread out and mm-hmm. i think it was like toward the end of 2022 they said something like that so it's it's definitely gonna it's gonna be stretched out it's gonna be stretched out but it's fine it's fine as long as they're they're telling a story and they're not and i'd rather that it gets stretched out than get rushed and condensed and and everything feel like well that felt like it was half-assed, you know. It's like that's not what I want. I didn't watch. You know, it's been was it twelve years or whatever watching this show. Yeah, by then it'll be the twelfth year. It's like just to have it just uh, it feel like it just got crammed together because it was short for time. Go ahead, stretch it out. And clearly, yeah, they got other things to keep us occupied and some tie-ins with fear and what's going on with the CRM and how that connects with everything. And they tease that there's more to just the, the CRM that's going to connect to Walking Dead proper and to some of the other ones, which means there's going to be some crossover characters. And so I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah. yeah and if, 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 you know, if the mid the mid-season... Uh, finale ends at the half at the exact halfway point, which is episode twelve. Then we should be done with this half of the season by November. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll have through November, and then the 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 second half of the season probably start. I don't know when it, when is, it usually starts around March, I think, of the following year. Normally, yeah, well, well, yeah, and right, right now all that is up in the air. Yeah, we don't even know. We don't know maybe yeah, with, because yeah, of how we, yeah with the production and filming and where they want to film what's going on with certain situations and locations it's, it's it's a crazy time people crazy time but it's still going and we're still getting walking dead and so there you go people that was our discussion our review for uh, season 11 episode 5 uh, out of the ashes so we will be back for episode 6 and again people like we mentioned we are sticking with their current time schedule so once that episode airs look at your feed you'll see on spotify itunes youtube over at the coalition you'll see we're just going to drop right afterwards and then that's it but if you have it already on your your your, uh, podcast uh, app of choice it'll just pop up in your feed and you'll be good to go and then that's it join us all right everybody we will be back next week peace later